0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. Jesus. Nine one one. Jesus. Nine one one. You're here with Prisca and Aquila.
1: Absolutely. Yes. It's Tgif.
0: Good to be, yeah. Good to be back. We are in the saddle, ready to go ride.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know what? Uh, it, it, what a what a what a beautiful thing to be Catholics. You know, as in the midst of all the things that we see happening in our culture, we know that at the end we win.
0: Absolutely. At the end it. we win. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: I, I want to talk about this couple called Prisca and Aquila who went through a lot of turmoil, like like a lot of us are going through right now in this country with the great reset. Uh, you know, liberal globalist.
0: Yep.
1: But. Uh Aquila and Prisca they kept their eyes on Jesus. Yep. We want to share a little bit about them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I I like the fact that they also had someone that um they can lean on too, Saint Paul. That's you know, who are they? Who are they? Saints Aquila and Priscilla were a Jewish couple from Rome, who who had been exiled from Corinth and were to ph- Corinth, yeah, to Corinth, to Corinth, and and they were friends with Saint Paul in the first century. Uh, they hosted Saint Paul on his visit to that city and were probably converted by him. Uh, they they were they 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 they're mentioned a few times in the New Testament in in glowing terms by their friend Paul who calls them my helpers in Christ who have for 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 our, for his for my life he says for my life laid down the, their own necks
1: what a compliment yes, that's in Romans that 16, 16:3 and 4 what yes. a compliment to be called by saint paul my helper in christ who have for my life paul's laid down their own necks in yes. other words these guys were so faithful to paul aquila and prisca that uh, they were diehards Yes, w- they w- were. when they accepted the gospel, they were ready to not only live for Jesus, but die for him as well.
0: Yeah, and their feast day was actually, we didn't mention that July 8th. And well, who were they? They were tent makers. You know, what was their vocation? They were tent makers. They were married, thus sharing the same profession as Paul. So they had something in common. And because of this it is thought that Paul may have worked with them. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. So you can find in Acts eighteen, eighteen, nineteen tells us that they accompanied Paul to Ephesus and stayed there with him for three years. So, so that Eph- would yeah. That would I mean they have to make money, they have to live, right?
1: Right. That's how they that's how they made their money. Yeah. Ephesus was a very evil city back in, in the first century. Mm-hmm. They the the pagans there worshipped the goddess Diana, who was a female demon god. And uh, St. Paul says that when he walked into some of these cities, Ephesus, uh, Mm -hmm. Athens, he says, my spirit was disturbed. He could feel the the evil as he would enter these cities, but that wouldn't stop him from evangelizing.
0: Absolutely not. So in in the air of the house churches, you know, when mass was always celebrated in the house of one of the Christian community, their house was an important one. According to tradition, they were martyred in Rome on their return, probably around the same time as Paul.
1: 64 AD. Yeah, what a way to go. What a way to go. Die
0: die for Christ.
1: Yeah, 64 AD, uh, they died. Mm -hmm. Paul died 64 AD. Peter died 64 AD. Mm -hmm. And again, where are they at now? They've been enjoying heaven forever and heaven for all eternity. And where are are their enemies today, burning in hell if they didn't repent? And most of them probably didn't repent.
0: And we have to die to the world to, to be with Christ and unite with them just you know, hopefully we could see them and I would love to meet them. Yeah, what an inspiration.
1: (laughs) Yes, they are an inspirational couple. (laughs) Think about it. This is a couple that just gave themselves, I mean, they had the regular job, made their money, paid their bills, Mm -hmm. but they just spent their life, uh, once Paul evangelized them, they spent their life in the service of being missionaries for Jesus Christ. Right. Wow.
0: Right, well, we're going to get into our our article, right? Yeah, the
1: meat of today's show. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did we want to mention... Uh, the month of July is, is a, a month, month of, of the precious blood, Jesus. Yes, Amen. Yes. Yeah. So just call in the precious blood of Jesus. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you a yeah. precious blood prayer just right off the top of my head: is the soul of Christ, Christ. sanctify me." Yes. Say that prayer every day. I yeah. say it in the morning, in the evening, yeah. after I receive Holy yeah. Communion. The soul you know, of and that's it's what, also
0: known as anima Christi. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll Latin. do it. We'll
1: do it in Latin. Yes. know, okay. e Mini Patris, Filii, Spiritus Spiritu Spiritu santi, Amen. Amen. Anima Crisi santificame, Corpus Crisi salvame, Sanguis Crisi enebriame, Aquala Teres Crisi lavame, Pasio Crisi confortame, O oh Boni Iesu exaudime, intra Tua volner abscondeme, ne permites me separari a Te, a ostem maligno defendeme, in hora mortis me avoca. et ubi me veniri a Te, ucum sanctis Tuis laudem Te in saecula saeculorum, Amen. In nomine mm, Patris, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen. We want to yeah, talk that's about one of our yoga. Morning prayers. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, evening yeah. prayers as well, and, yes. and after Holy Communion. Right, right. The yes. famous Father John Harden, one of the great oh, Jesuits yes. of the twentieth century, Absolutely was. Uh, mm-hmm. servant of God. He's 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 uh, he's in the process of canonization. He should be a saint. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just, That's another topic yeah, for another day. Yeah, <laughs> he, years ago he put out an article. Why is yoga incompatible with Catholicism? Father John Hart,ed a trusted Jesuit voice, Amen. and uh, absolutely yoga is incompatible with Catholicism because the best known practice of Hindu spirituality is yoga. Yeah,
0: and I think uh, Father Ripiger and Father—I mean—to introduce our oh our yeah okay topic, yeah let's just hit
1: get, the, let's just hit them with, our, with the big yes, barrels here. Yes,
0: we got to tell who the. Uh, Father Ripperger and Father Gabriel Morth, What they say about yoga?
1: They're they're the most um, respected exorcist in the 20th and 21st century. Yeah, these yeah. are the these are the heavyweights of exorcism.
0: Right, Father Ripperger, in his prayer book, Deliverance Prayers for for us by the Lady, in Appendix One, he lists the sins, vices, or spirits of demons used by exorcists to determine the sin, vice, or spirit involved. Uh, This list can also be used in the binding prayers. These are false. He says these are false religions. Yeah, because they're they're sections. Yeah, the sections on the section on false False religions. Yeah, the section of false religions and philosophies, and guess what's on the list? Yoga. Yeah. Yoga is one of those is on the list.
1: Because he, him and Kyle have told me and Dan mm-hmm. that they've had cases of people being demonically possessed through yoga. And, uh,
0: yeah, and we've seen people... We saw, we, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we
1: saw one case. Yeah, one in case. In California.
0: Mm-hmm. And what does Father Gabriel Moritz uh, say?
1: Another heavyweight exorcist. Uh, this says, this uh, He was Rome's exorcist. He just passed away in 2016. 18, yeah. Uh, he's another heavyweight in in our lifetime. What did he say, Anita, about yoga? Uh, well, he said... yoga. Uh,
0: he says, Yoga and Harry Potter, Potter are evil. Simple. Yeah. Simple.
1: Yeah, there's an article and there's an on, article on Telegraph, that. Mm-hmm. telegraph.co.uk. Yeah, so you can,
0: you look can at type that. it in. Mm-hmm.
1: Just type in yes. Father Moore says, Yoga and Harry Potter are evil.
0: Okay, so now why is it evil? Well, we're going to go look into it and uh, just go look at these articles starting from Father John Harden, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. take a
1: look at the. Well, yes. Yeah. So, so he
0: says, uh, yeah. Father John Arnold begins with inner Hindu. Okay, his his uh, his why is yoga incompatible? Incompatible with Catholicism? His yoga is incompatible inco, incompatible with Catholicism because the best practice of Hindu spirituality is yoga. What's what's Hindu? That's a religion, okay?
1: Inner, inner, inner Hinduism professes pantheism which denies that there's only one infinite being who created the world out of nothing. Indian spirituality is perhaps best known by the practice of yoga, derived from the root yuij or yuj, which means to unite or yoke, which in context means union with the absolute. Numerous stages are distinguished in the upward progress towards the supreme end of identification by means of knowledge with the deity, the practice of moral virtues, an observance of ethical rules, bodily postures, control of internal and external senses, concentration of memory and meditation. Finally, terminating in total absorption with this, what's called Samadhi. When the seer stands in his own nature, yoga is incompatible with Catholicism because the best known practice of Hindu spirituality is yoga. Inner Hinduism professes pantheism, which denies that there is only one infinite being who created the world out of nothing. That's that's mm-hmm. key right there. Yep. See, as Catholics, we believe that God, the Trinity, created the world out of nothing. They reject that. They mm-hmm. deny that. Yep. This pantheistic Hinduism says to the multitude of uncultured believers who follow the ways of the gods that they will receive the reward of the gods. So they're also polytheists. They believe in many gods.
0: Yeah, I think it was, what is it, 3,000? Yeah, it's says something when, yeah. very... They, large, they will
1: have brief taste of heaven between successive rebirths on earth, but they will never be delivered from the wheel of existence, which is illusory lives and deaths until they realize that only God exists and all else is illusion. Mm-hmm. To achieve this liberation, the principal way is by means of concentration and self-control, and that's what's called yoga. Yeah.
0: Although the psychic element Element is far more important in yoga than the body. The latter is more characteristic of this method of hindu Liberation its purpose is to secure the best disposition of body for the purpose of meditation The practice begins with a simple device for deep and slow breathing Stopping the right nostril with the thumb through the left nostril fill in air according to capacity then without any interval Throw the air out through the right nostril. Eject through the left according to the capacity. Practicing this three or five times or at four hours of the day. Hmm. Before dawn, during midday, in the evening at, and at midnight. In 15 days or a month, purity of nerves, nerves is attained. Oh God. Wow. You start with the...
1: Talk about oh. superstitious.
0: Yeah. After such a preliminary exercises were com- a com- complicated practices are undertaken, but with, but not without the guidance of a professional yogin called guru. Oh my goodness. Lord. Here she comes. Yeah.
1: The mother of the savior. Yeah, the crusher. The m- demon. M- crusher of all these uh, pagan. Pagan. Polytheistic demons. Mother Mary, pray for us.
0: Cause of our joy. Lady of Pray for
1: us. Something you hold us in your arms. Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Something you hold us in your arms.
0: We are back. This is Jesus nine one one with Prisca. And Aquila. Where's Aquila? He's coming. <laughs> but, anyways, it's great for you to continue joining us. We have, um, I just want to give a really shout out to one of my good friends here in Arizona. She's on her cycle and she's listening to our show. Go, 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 Yvette. Don't stop. <laughs> so, we're. we're Don't conti- stop
1: until you drop.
0: Until you drop, right. And so, we're going to continue on with this article on yoga by Father John Harden.
1: A trusted absolutely. Jesuit, by the way. Absolutely. And I, I wish I could say that about all of them, but yes. it's just not the yes. case.
0: We just got to appreciate the ones that are, yeah. you know, are faithful to the church's teachings. And, um, and as a matter of fact,
1: is... he was such a trusted Jesuit. St. John Paul II gave him a specific job to come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and recatechize the United States. And he sure tried. All yes. his books are absolutely solid. But uh, yeah. again, he's no longer with us. As a
0: matter of fact, when we were homeschooling, uh, my kids were going to... Uh, Get uh, receive their sacraments through their homeschooling program. And that was one of the books that we were to read on Father John Harned's book. So yeah. that tells you. And what this, a, It's just
1: a trusted source. A trusted
0: source. So, Talking about yoga. Yoga. So after uh, such a preliminary exercises, more complicated practices are undertaken, but not without guidance of a professional yogin called guru. The meditative phase begins with fixing the mind on one object which may be anything whatsoever.
1: That's dangerous. Yeah, that's dangerous. Imagine fixing your mind on a Buddha statue.
0: Yeah, or a prostitute. All right, (laughs) there you go, yeah. Male or female, whichever one. There you go. The spear of the navel, the lotus of the heart, the light of the brain, the tip of the nose, the tip of the tongue, and such like parts of the body, or also God, who on Hindu terms, is the only real being who exists gradually they by sheer concentration of attention the mind reaches a state of trance or trance, m- trance trance, okay. trance. That, that's what yes. happens
1: in possession by the way trance. possessed people reach a state of trance that's what's yes. called possession mm. and notice this is what yoga does it parallel okay yeah that, that's why father and and father uh, ripperger yeah. say this is dangerous they have many cases of people getting possessed through yoga yeah. it they, they admit it that it puts you in a state of a trance. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just like uh, the other day we were watching WWE, not not the wrestling, but it was a yeah. documentary, documentary yeah. on some of the wrestlers. And one of the wrestlers was the um, Undertaker. The Undertaker, and there was a point where he was in a trance. His eyes rolled back. And Jesse and I, when we saw that, not knowing back then when we used to watch it, Baron, yeah, the, thirty years ago, thirty years ago, uh, not knowing that we believe he's, he was possessed. Yeah, today. without a doubt. No, he he, he, yeah. doubt. The Undertaker
1: at, was possessed. He was possessed. We saw a documentary. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, his eyes roll back. You just see the white of his eyes and he was in a state of trance.
1: Yeah, he was. He, that was the man who was possessed and that's why uh, yeah. he had this preternatural strength in the ring.
0: <laughs> right, that was, yes. Yeah. So the, anyways, the mind reaches a state of trance where all mental activity stops and the consciousness rests in itself. The state of Samadhi, I guess that's how you pronounce yeah. it is a culmination of yoga and beyond it lies release the life of the soul is not destroyed but is reduced to its unconscious and permanent essence
1: let me make let me simplify it here yoga this is mm-hmm. this word is Sanskrit for yoke that's what that's what yoga means mm-hmm. in the in the, in the Indian Sanskrit it means yoke or it means union mm-hmm. So in Hinduism, it's the general category of various kinds of disciplines meant to unite a person with the divine. So yoga can refer to physical, mental, sexual, Mm -hmm. or other disciplines to achieve enlightenment. That's Mm -hmm. always dangerous when you see that word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hindus did not devise these exercises for athletic limbering or muscle building. All these exercises were meant to lead the practitioner of yoga Mm -hmm. to enlightenment and the awareness of his inner divinity. Now, inner divinity. Some people say, well, don't you Christians believe that Christ lives in you? Yes, but here's the difference, okay? Hindu masters called yogis or gurus, they have this special knowledge and can teach it to us. Remember, it's always dangerous when you have people that think they have special knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's called Gnosticism. That's a heresy in the Catholic Church. And we have people, by the way, in the Catholic Church mm-hmm. that do believe they have special knowledge in themselves. I only believe somebody has special knowledge once they're dead and the bishop says, hey, that guy was a mystic. She was a mystic. Oh, OK. Well, let's start reading the, the writings. Mm-hmm. Not when people put up a podcast and say, yeah, I'm a nice. mystic. Listen to me. OK. Uh, and so. Learning this way of enlightenment involves Eastern meditation and special postures called yoga. So this has nothing to do with Christianity. This is a straight Eastern practice Mm -hmm. from Eastern paganism. Yoga is also a new age term or or a buzzword. People can become possessed through yoga. Me and my wife saw one case back in California. Mm -hmm. It was a bad case. Mm -hmm. It's an open door to demons. The experts on yoga admit that the exercises and stretches are representations of Eastern deities which we know are demons there 's a video on 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 um, on the internet where father Chad Ripperger, professor of exorcism mm-hmm. and and the, and the, and the foremost exorcist in the world today, he says about yoga very clearly in an interview he says that it it opens the doors to demons. Mm-hmm. Several other exorcists, as- apart from him, have told me that the body postures in yoga mimic the postures of a person who's diabolically manifesting during an actual exorcism. Mm-hmm. And as me and my wife in, my, yeah. in our minds, we see that because we've seen, seen, seen possessed I'm, people's I'm, manifestation.
0: I'm, I'm imagining, it and then right I'm now. and
1: then I'm looking at uh, at the yoga postures, mm-hmm. and they resemble, they mimic each other. Absolutely. very interesting. Yeah, it is. Now, somebody who's written, done a deep dive on this, you you may want to read her. It's a friend of the show, Jeanette Bankovic. What's her name? Williams. said it Williamson? It's
0: Williams. Jeanette Williams. Williams.
1: She's on EWTN. She's a friend of ours. She's a Catholic expert on the New Age movement. Um, if you go to her website, womenofgrace.com, she has a whole section on yoga where she gets uh, into it. Mm-hmm. But what opened my eyes that yoga was evil was probably about 20 years ago, I read a book by Randy England. It was an old Catholic mm-hmm. book. Uh, it was called the Unicorn in the Sanctuary, and my eyes were fully open like 25 years ago. Anita, I, I want to use. Yeah, and I want to just say that yeah. it
0: started. It or it's or it started infiltrating into the Catholic Church many years ago when I was homeschooling my children. Uh, I was I I was listening to because uh, I went to a homeschooling conference, and I was listening to this one a speaker who said, you know it's okay to do yoga. So see, it's already, it, it was already infiltrating the Catholic church yeah. at that time when I, when we became aware and, uh, and I, t- I pointed out to Jesse and I said, look it. I said, this person is, you know, she's a speaker and she's very good, but she mentioned yoga that it's okay. And, and so that, that we, I had uh, problems with that. I think he, I said, this is a person. So he emailed her and she was very gracious, gracious yeah. with all the information that he gave her. So she stopped talking about that and stopped doing it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Anita, she we'll was share an article from a, a Catholic priest. He's an African, Father yeah. Yozifu. Forget I'm trying to pronounce his last name. Yeah. Father Yozifu, he's from Uganda.
0: Samakula.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, (laughs) most of these, (laughs) most of these priests are experts on deliverance because they deal with this all day. They do deliverance and exorcisms all the time out there. And these are just parish priests doing this.
0: Yeah. So he says, uh, 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 so he's an expert like Jesse said in healing deliverance. At this what's the title of it? Yeah, the the title of this, his article is Expert on Deliverance, Family Healing Argues that Yoga is Always an Invitation to Evil. So he begins with, at this time of the year, when we speak so much about angels and spiritual warfare, there are questions pertaining to unorthodox, but to many harmless practices like yoga, which is even advertised at times in parish bulletins, Mm. along with Catholic retreat houses, as a means of meditation and relaxation or even exercise. See, there you go. There's a penetration infiltration. infiltration. The argument, while Eastern mysticism, which is a basis for yogic exercise, is contrary to our faith. It's a form of pantheism. That's what he's saying. The physical part of yoga. Let me define
1: pantheism. Mm -hmm. It's it's a heresy where people say, all is God and God is all. That tree's God. That rock Mm -hmm. is God. The rain is God. God (laughs) is all and all is God. That's pantheism. My hair is God. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, minus the mantras and chants and gods and goddesses is no problem. What's wrong with the stretching and the deep, slow breathing? What's wrong with it? Oh, That's what he's asking. What's oh, wrong with the stretching and deep exactly. breathing?
1: Exactly. So, I'll pick it up. Father yeah. Yosefu says, okay, he's a priest who specializes yes. in deliverance and healing. He argues this. He's Father Yosef who says from Uganda, he points out that while many are now using yoga as an exercise like aerobics or as a, or a means to relieve tension... It has deep spiritual undertones mm-hmm. that cannot be avoided by those who believe that they, have taken physical, uh, thi- that they have taken the physical aspect of it. The discipline, the twisting, the relaxation techniques, and even trance-like state away from the mystical ones. Yoga is one whole thing. It's one package. What a, what a, that's a great line yes, right there. Is. That's a great it's line. A package. Just like I am one package, argues the priest. The split of, yeah, this is a great argument. Mm -hmm. This is one of the best ways to to, to explain it. Mm -hmm. The split of exercises from their spiritual load is a good analysis in the mind, but it's not a concrete reality out there. Mm -hmm. You did not invent yoga, so you can't split it or put it together as you like. Just like he says, uh, you cannot have Mm -hmm. separate rituals of santeria, from what they mean and say. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, have you ever thought of uh, uh, Have you ever thought of that doing the rituals of Santeria without its spiritual components? If you can, if you can't do it with Santeria, how should you do it with yoga? In other words, there's yeah. a the, the, the point well taken. Yes. Any now, let, let's just say yeah. You, you just start uh, imitating the practice. Yeah, you of can't
0: the, make an enchilada without the tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: let's just say. <laughs> I'm going to start doing some practice witchcraft, but I really don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. But I'll say some of these prayers here. Yeah. just it's kind of a joke, and right, you right. know, maybe I'll uh, you know, do some some walking in a circle, and, then would, and just just you know, it's, it's just kind of like to humor me. Yeah. you can't you do, can do things do like this without the spiritual implication. And
0: which is that is opening up a portal.
1: There you go. The demonic that's portal like, means a doorway that, to the to hell.
0: Yeah, that's the spiritual implication. He also warns that if a therapist is involved in an esoteric belief system such as the, the new age, one should avoid that therapist, even though occult-like practices may not be part of that of the specific treatment. The energy carries over, writes father useful Yus- but back to yoga for discernment. what would you think? Of a Muslim who comes every day to prostrate himself before the Blessed Sacrament. Hold that thought. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is, is a good, good analogy. This is a very good analogy. Yeah. yeah. This this will answer simple. it all. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Occam's razor. Yes. Simple is better. <laughs> yes. Yep. I like what he said. Like, the yoga is one whole thing. It's one package. <laughs> yes. And uh, you can't split. You, you can't, can't split, split it. it. You, you can't, can't, can't split the split spiritual it. from the physical. You
0: can't. They're all one whole. Hey, we
1: love you, family. It's Friday. Yes. TGIF. Thank God Stay I'm forgiving. with us. We'll be back.
0: We have a holy plasma. Pause from our
1: blessed mother Here she comes. Yeah. are for Hey family, we're back.
0: We're back. Jesus 911. This is a spiritual warfare show with Jesse and Anita.
1: TGIF. Yes. Thank Good. God I'm forgiven. Priska and Aquila. Yes. Or is it, and, you know, Aquila and Prisca, <laughs> Yeah. We
0: want the man before the woman.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I just Adam and Eve? You know, that's the way. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's the just way it is. to keep proper order.
0: Order and patriarchy. Hey, uh-huh. we're
1: we're sh- we're sharing the incompatibility the incompatibility of yoga with Catholicism. We're leaning on heavyweights. We're quoting yes. nothing but Orthodox Catholic priests. Yes. We're quoting this one African priest, Father Yosefu. And I can tell you, all these priests in Africa—they're constantly driving out demons from their parishioners and those people around them, yep. because again, third world countries like that are just so filled with with uh, with the diabolical because of all the all the pagan practices.
0: And I, and I believe all these priests that we're quoting here, and I'm, I'm sure there's many more out there. They care for our souls. Oh yeah, this is just people. This this is. This is an extended homily for us. Just look at it that way. Yeah. Everything these priests write that are in 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 communion with the church and teaching the faith, authentic Catholicism, and, and and not deviating from it is because they care for our souls and they're they are giving us extensive homilies. So just remember that.
1: In other words, you're saying you'll never hear us quoting Father uh, James Martin on right. the show, right? Absolutely, Got we it. won't.
0: We won't unless he saints <laughs> Something... I won't even quote him if he says <laughs> something good. I just won't even no, quote No, not him. even good. I'm just yeah. saying something and that we need to address, yeah. right? There you go. Okay, so here... Uh, so
1: Father says,
0: yeah. Yosifu. Yes. So he says... He also warns us. He also warns us that if a therapist is involved in an esoteric belief system, such as the New Age, one should avoid that therapist, even though occult-like practices may not be part of the specific treatment. The energy energy carries over writes Father Yusufu. See, the energy, it carries over, it doesn't matter. But back to yoga, he says, what would you think of a Muslim who comes every day to prostrate himself before the blessed sacrament in your church, but who says out loud that he's not a Christian and he doesn't really care for whatever it is in that box over there. Can you imagine the children of Israel telling God, no God, we are only bowing and prostrating ourselves before these statues of Baal just for the stretches. It does it does <laughs> it, it does to our backs and biceps and leg muscles. We don't really care bo- about these statues in front of them. It's not for them.
1: What a <laughs> so great, to, great, that great, that analogy. A great analogy. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, so do you think God would buy that uh, malarkey? Of no, course of course that. not. <laughs> it could be true that they don't really care about those statues in front of them. But then how would one distinguish between the movements of, of one who cares for the statues and the movements of one who doesn't care for the statues? Mm-hmm. If all are exactly the same movements, simple spiritual warfare of the saints will tell you that when the enemy wants to attack... He normally begins by twisting things in our minds mm-hmm. such that he can have our consent because we must give our consent in one way or another, including not conscious consent in order that he gets to do whatever he wants to do in our lives. Yeah. Here's a footnote to that article.
0: Yeah, there's a footnote. It says yoga is incompatible with Catholicism because the best known practice of Hindu spirituality is yoga. Inner Hinduism professes pantheism, and Jesse did give you the definition of that, which denies that there is only one infinite being who created the world out of nothing. This pantheistic Hinduism says to the multitude of uncultured believers who follow the ways of the gods that they will receive the reward of the gods. They will have brief tastes of heaven between successive rebirths on earth but they will never be delivered from the wheel of existence with its illusory lives and deaths until they realize that only God exists and all else is illusion. They call it Maya. To achieve this liberation, the principal way is, is by means of concentration and and self control.
1: That runs completely against yes. Christianity. The principal way to achieve liberation in Christianity so that we can have union with God the Father forever in heaven is through Jesus Christ, his Son, yeah. by living and dying in a state of sanctifying grace, mm-hmm. not through doing physical exercises on a mat and, 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 and uh, chanting uh, Indian Hindu mantras. Yeah. Let's move on to another article, Anita. It's yes. called Yoga and Christianity More Than What Meets the Eye. Yeah. It's a new book. Warns of Possible Dangers by Father John Flynn, uh, mm-hmm. an L.C. Yes. Probably one of the good L.C.'s, obviously.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, so let me start the article. Yeah. The popularity of yoga and various forms of Eastern philosophies and meditation methods has grown enormously in recent years. Questions remain, however, as to what extent they're compatible with Christianity. The latest contribution to the debate over this topic is a book just published by an Australian De La Salle brother, Max Scully. The book's titled, quote, Yoga, Tai Chi Reiki, A Guide for Christians. Close quote. These techniques are widely recommended as being good for fitness and relaxation, and a few would at first see anything dangerous about them. So obviously these brothers are liberal. Okay, this De La Salle brothers are liberal. Mm-hmm. Bishop Julian Portius, one of Sydney's auxiliary bishops, Commented in his foreword to the book before my wife shares that, mm-hmm. Bishop Julian Fortus was an exorcist mm-hmm. when he was a priest, so he's still kind of steeped in that mm-hmm. world of spiritual warfare. Yeah. What does Bishop Julian Portus say about the book from that liberal brother?
0: Yeah, the, he said, however, he warned, the world into which the practitioner is introduced is inimical 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 to the christian faith so that means contrary yeah while some of the practices they promote may be helpful at at a superficial level they are he says uh, says bishop Portius. he averted a trojan horse for dangerous spiritual infiltration there you go there it is and and we were seeing that we yeah. are witnessing that i witnessed that early on in my uh, homeschooling days with our children. It's, we saw the infiltration.
1: So this is the, the the third exorcist that says this in our articles of mm-hmm. Morth, Ripperger, Bishop Portis is an exorcist by office, but mm-hmm. he was also an exorcist before. Mm-hmm. You got the great scholar, Father Hardin, and then you have Father uh, Yosifu, because, who's also an exorcist yes. in Africa.
0: Yes. So Brother Scully explained that one of the main problem lies in the promotion of altered states of conscience. This, he noted, is a practice designed to lead people to experience a sense of oneness with the cosmos and the divine and to enable feelings of bliss. It brings with it, however, dangers ranging from mental illness to demonic influence.
1: Okay, so I'm going to get here. Brother Scully is uh, yeah, actually he's, yeah, he's, he's a, actually criticizing. He's
0: criticizing. He's a, he's a good one. Okay. I, 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 I thought I, he was a lefty. No, I no, I was wrong. Something else. Yeah, I, I take yeah, that no, back. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, okay. He's on he's, our side. Yeah, he's on our Brother side. Brother Scully's he's on one our side. the the
0: book and then fought, uh, the bishop.
1: Forward of the it, book. Go, yes. oh, got it. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, many Christians. Brother Scully says. Oh, yeah, this, right? Brother Scully says many Christians who practice yoga, a tai chi, similar techniques, to do so without any desire to embrace the underlying ph- philosophy or spiritual beliefs. Yet he commented, the mind altering techniques in in themselves bring with them serious spiritual risks. In the section on yoga, he explained that it is. inextricably inextricably (laughs) that's a tough word inextricably Inextricably. linked to the religious beliefs of hinduism there it is which is in contradiction with christianity on many fundamental points there you go
1: here's a section that he talks about mm -hmm. karma yeah karma pantheism belief in reincarnation and the idea that this mortal life is not worth living are just some of the non-christian aspects of yoga Brother Scully wrote, writes in his book, karma, he added, is also a very non-Christian concept as it involves the concept of a strict justice based on an impersonal God with no place for forgiveness or mercy. This is in complete contrast to Christianity which Jesus Christ, through His suffering, death, and resurrection, atones for our sins, he commented. In addition, the belief in yoga that the only reality is the divine essence in all created things and that whatever is visible is just a passing mirage is in stark contrast to the Christian belief of a cosmos being created by God. Brother Scully quoted one of the best-known promoters of yoga, Deepak Chopra, who said that performing yoga on a regular basis will lead to a change in the mind and emotions. Passing on to Tai Chi, the author commented that this too is often considered to be a means to good health and reducing stress. In common with what underlies yoga, however, It also involves altered states of conscience and the belief that one can become divine. Again, dangerous. Altered states of conscience that opens yourself up to demons Mm -hmm. and believing that one can become divine. That's exactly what Satan wanted to do. I will be like God. Tai Chi teachers, he explained, affirmed that, that it is based on the philosophy of Taoism and not on religion. What this fails to explain, he added, is that Taoist philosophy is itself a system of religious beliefs that are in conflict with the beliefs of Christianity. Qi is is presented as some kind of life force, but according to the underlying philosophy, all created things are divine manifestations of Qi. I thought that's when you go to the bathroom. (laughs) And the ultimate (laughs) purpose of Tai Chi is to enable the practitioner to become divine. Brother Scully affirmed, he also pointed out that Taoism seeks to explain all realities in terms of yin and yang. What this means is that there are no moral absolutes, relativism, that all is Mm -hmm. relative, and that the Christian terms of good and evil have no place, even if one seeks to disent himself from from the chief philosophy, of the, which is the bathroom philosophy. <laughs> the techniques involved in this meditation and movement are such as to significantly alter the practitioner's state of consciousness. He argued, some Christians he admitted, do not accept the philosophy behind any of it, of these mind altering techniques any Tai Chi master would deplore such a hollowed out version of the art which he added would not be Tai Chi but just a form of calisthenics mm-hmm. pick it up yep. Anita the next segment we're going to talk about healing yep. brother Scully talks about healing in yeah, relation he talks to about
0: heal- healing well, right now we're still on so okay let's it, do it yeah so another form of healing is called Reiki is another widespread practice promoted as a healing technique it is he explained Up. Comp- oh. We're giving a holy pause. Our Lady of Guadalupe is giving a holy
1: pause. Yes, the Crusher of Demons, yeah,
0: the Cause of Our Joy,
1: crushed all the Aztec demons. You know what she also did? She crushed the pro-life, the pro-abortion demon.
0: Yes, she did. she
1: did. It wasn't only six justices that did that. It was Our Lady of Guadalupe. She crushed the pro-abortion demon. We'll Absolutely. be right back talking about yoga.
0: Yep, Jesus Nine One with Jesse and Anita. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Thank you, Mother Mary, for bringing in our show.
1: And thank you, Mother Mary, for giving us the precious blood of Jesus because yes. the blood that Jesus received, he received through her body. Absolutely, he did. And this and, is the month of the precious blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus saves us, gets us to heaven through yes. the sacraments, especially the Eucharist. Yes. That blood gay, came to Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, through a female Jew named the Blessed mm-hmm. Virgin Mary. Thank wow, you,
0: thank you, and thank you for being pro-life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's the epitome of pro-life. Yeah.
0: So we're 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 covering this article on uh, Brother Scully on um, this yoga. on yoga and this section on healing. He says. Riki is another widespread practice promoted as a healing technique. It is, he explained, composed of two Japanese words that mean literally universal divine energy. It involves a pantheistic belief and the affirmation of all humans have the capacity to become divine. Moreover, Riki promotes reincarnation and the concept of a supreme divinity essentially different from that of the Christian faith. Christian healing, Brother Scully explained, takes place in an atmosphere of faith in the healing power of Christ and is accompanied by the confession of sin. In Reiki, no faith is required and sin and evil do not exist. Mm. Not for nothing, he added, in 2009, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops published a statement explaining that Reiki healing is not Christian and that it contains elements of a religion Hinduism Hinduism brother Scully's book provides a thoughtful reflection on what lies behind practices that are widely accepted by many Christians who are unaware of what underlies them.
1: Here's a good Protestant yes. Christian who, who warns us about mm-hmm. the fact that yes. yoga meditation—it's on the rise all over the all over the West and the U.S. Mm-hmm. It opens you up to demonic power. So what he yeah. says is exactly what Father Ripperger says, Father Moore says, Father Yosefu says, yeah. Father John Harden says. And, uh, and Bishop Portia mm-hmm. says. So this Protestant is right on line with everybody that we're tracking with.
0: Right. And his name is Steve Warren.
1: Yep. Meditation mm-hmm. has been around for, for millennia and is practiced in almost every religion on earth. An increasingly popular form in the U.S. is called mindfulness, which has its roots in Buddhism. But most people do not know which forms of meditation are actually found in the Bible. Yoga on the other hand, has been condemned by many pastors and churches across the country. Still, some churches claim to have converted yoga into Christian exercise, but is that really possible? So here is the yoga debate.
0: Yeah, here's the yoga debate. A CBN uh, news reporter in November of 2018, uh, Missouri-based uh, megachurch pastor John and Lendell- reported Reopened the yoga debate among Christians after telling his 10,000 member congregation that practicing yoga at any level is opening your life, your home, your situation to the demonic.
1: He's spot on with that. Yep. We've seen that spot on.
0: (laughs) He says, um, well, every single body position has a meaning. Lindell warned. Let me say this. Yoga positions were not designed by your local fitness instructor. <laughs> they were designed and they were created with demonic intent to open you up to demonic power because Hinduism is demonic. He's to this the point. This guy is right He's on, to the point.
1: He's, no. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy doesn't have a filter in the mouth. No. <laughs> Let's yeah.
0: call it what it is. Yeah. It's you know demonic. What? God it,
1: bless him. He, yeah. Some of these Protestants like Mike Lindell, I like Franklin courage. Rand, uh, Governor yes. uh, Huckabee, they, yeah. they're fellow travelers. Right,
0: they are. They haven't
1: received yeah. the fullness of truth, but boy, oh boy, are they tracking in the right direction. Yeah.
0: He even says that,
1: uh, well, you... Yeah, you let me just, just make a yeah, comment about you what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Psalm, 90, Psalm 95 tells us that the gods of the Gentiles mm-hmm. are demons. Mm-hmm. So remember, Hinduism is polyistic, poly- polytheistic. They believe in many gods. Mm-hmm. In other words, they believe in many false gods who are actually demons according to Psalm 95. Mm-hmm.
0: So he continues. Yoga originated in ancient India and is one of the six orthodox schools of Hindu philosophical traditions. Yoga is a Sanskrit noun meaning yoke or join in English. Oftentimes, the practitioner is trying to unite to a higher power. Some Christians who practice yoga say they they don't feel focused on its pagan origins. They just focus on Jesus. Yoga oftentimes includes some kind of chant. But Lindell says even chanting Jesus while doing yoga still opens your life up to the demonic. And
1: I'll tell you why. Because St. Paul warns us. I think
0: that this needs to be clarified.
1: Because there's another Jesus. Mm -hmm. St. Paul warns us, beware Corinthians. There's another Jesus and another gospel. Mm -hmm. And remember, even at the first century, there was all kinds of false Jesuses claiming Mm -hmm. to be Jesus Christ. Yes. And so... The Jesus that they're chanting to as they're doing these this yoga religious exercises, it's not the Jesus of the New Testament, the second person of the Godhead. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And I'm glad you clarified it that Clarified that for the audience. We need that to hear clarification. Yeah. So he continues, demons don't care what you chant as long as you open the door to there them. There's yeah. the portal. We yeah. talked about the portal. Linda, Lindell said, they don't care if you are in peace, harmony, have energy or in great shape as long as you give them access. See that?
1: This pastor also said, Protestant pastor, he said, some may say that it is not what it means to me. But Lindell, the past Protestant pastor said, mm-hmm. well, when you participate in yoga, that is what it means. To say that the positions of yoga are not, just, is not, are not just exercises, tantamount to saying water baptism is just aqua aerobics. Good point. <laughs> yes. Personal trainer and author Lorette Willis, who developed a stretching exercise as a Christian alternative to yoga, as told on CBN in an interview, that yoga postures are really an offering to Hindu gods. There you go.
0: She admitted it.
1: That's. Wow. That's an admonition there. She said. And- she said. She's a personal trainer, so she knows all about yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says these are postures that are offered to the 330 million Hindu gods. I knew it was 300 something, but... <laughs> y- yoga postures really are, they are offerings to the gods. If you do these postures and do and do this breathing technique and this meditation, then you'll be accepted by a god, little g. That's the real danger, she said. Remember what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says to us as Christians, it says we, we are to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice to God, close quote. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? Laurel Willis, the personal trainer, says here they are doing something very similar with these postures to their 330 million gods, and it's scary. So we Christians should abstain from things offered to idols, as it says in Acts chapter 15, verse 29.
0: Yeah. So he goes on to say meditation, it's essential spiritual discipline. However, meditation is viewed by many as one of the essential spiritual disciplines for Christians. Based on the Bible, Christians can utilize meditation, but not in the ways taught by Eastern religions. There you go. That's the key. In Joshua uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 8, God says to meditate on his word day and night, so we will obey it. The psalmist says, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Psalm 1 2. Actually, the Bible mentions meditate or meditate or meditation 20 times according to the uh, 20 times. Uh, So, so to meditate properly, properly our souls must reflect upon what our minds have ingested and our hearts must rejoice in what our souls have grasped, he wrote. We have truly meditated when we slowly read, par- prayerfully imbibe and humbly rely upon what God has revealed to us in in his word. All of this, of course, in conscious dependence on the internal energizing work of the spirit. He pointed out that meditation is not just thinking about scripture, it is being attentive to God. It is one way we keep seeking the things above where Christ is in Colossians. You can find that in Colossians three one. It is a conscious, continuous engagement of the mind with God. This renewing of the mind Romans twelve one to two is part of the process by which the Word of God penetrates the soul and the spirit with the light of illumination and the power of transformation storms wrote. But meditation without the word of God is seen as largely only a practice of the New Age movement. Meditation became well known due to the rise of transcendental meditation, which was developed by the Maharishi Mahesh, yogi of the Hindu religion and is steeped in Hindu philosophy.
1: I want to jump to something that most people never heard of Mm -hmm. In, in Hinduism. They believe that. Well, obviously we all have a spinal cord, mm-hmm. but in, in the Hindus believe that the spinal cord, they, they believe that there's a snake within the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. They call the snake, the Kundalini Kundalini sometimes in, in yoga, it means the life force that resides at the base of the mm-hmm. spine. So this mm-hmm. is what's taught in Hinduism. Yeah. There's a life force, which is a snake. At the base of your spine. Mm -hmm. The vital force lying dormant within one is activated by the practice of yoga, which leads one towards spiritual power and eventual salvation. So the yogis, they call this opening up of the inner consciousness, the awakening of the Kundalini. Mm -hmm. So they believe that this Kundalini snake that's in your spine is this cosmic energy coiled slumbering within man. And remember, the cobra is a symbol of kundalini power. We also know for us Christians, the, the snake is a symbol of Satan. Yeah. So the kundalini, you know, this, this snake that's coiled in your spine, it's inspired seekers to overcome misdeeds and suffering by lifting the serpent power up from the spine into realizing that you are God. <laughs> so our uh, uh, the goal as, as Christians is not... God realization but divinization to become one with God to participate in the life of the Trinity. So once again, a snake in Christianity is a symbol of Satan, Mm -hmm. Hinduism and yoga teaches that we all have a snake at the base of our spine. That that snake is awakened, that Mm -hmm. energy is awakened through the postures and the practice of yoga and this gives you cosmic energy mm-hmm. to to realize your inner consciousness. This is straight from the pit of hell.
0: Yes, uh, you can see it in some pictures. <coughs> Look at some of the postures and positions some of these Hindus go. You know, they can put their hand, their both their legs uh, oh, over yeah. their heads, and oh, yeah. and you know, are just some really bizarre positions that that. Whoa, it's impossible! Wow, it looks like we're at the end of our show. Yeah, thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you, family. We love you. God bless yes. you. We, we enjoy Friday's show. Yes, we do. Hope you do a, enjoyed the spiritual this. Spiritual
0: uh, Warfare Show with Jesse and Anita.
1: Hope you enjoyed this uh, this uh, analysis on, on yoga. Yes. And its incompatibility with the Catholic faith. And just remember, our meditation is what? The rosary. Yes. The things of God. Things our of lady, God. Our Lady. The Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Heaven. You know, eternal life. That's what we meditate on. Fill your house with God. Amen. Well, up next, Gary Machuda, the big guy, hands on apologetics, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As for these two servants of God, disciples Humble of Christ. Um, <laughs> it is the end of watch.
0: End of watch. nine one one. See you next time. Yep. God bless you. Keep Saint the faith. Mostina's Love you, family. Prayer for priests.